And we are back. Hello, everyone. We've got some controversial madness today. It's blowing up the internet. It's everywhere. Christian, Lil Nas X, he's making some noise. Episode 30 here. Episode 3-0. Can't believe we made it this far, but we did. Thank you to everyone who's been consistently listening to our podcast. 30 episodes deep. It's a bit of a milestone, huh? bit a little bit and uh Not we were bad. talking about the big 5-0 coming up but this is yeah. a little mini milestone because sure. yeah every 10 but yeah little nas x man little nas x we were talking about him a couple weeks back you you have yourself some little nas x while in the last week he's fired up the internet and sometimes when there's a hot button topic going on and the internet's fired up you just gotta talk about it yep. so it's it's definitely something it is something, and he uh, he's good at this, man. This is his game. He blows the internet up, gets people fired up on social media, and, and he did it right when he dropped a song. So, I mean, regardless of where you stand on this situation, he's kind of won at this point because he's got so, eyeballs to his music, and that's exactly what he's looking to do. So <laughs> that's that. Barzy, you want to give us... Just give us a little breakdown of what's going on yeah. here. What, what, how did this all play out? You know, who's mad at who? What's going on in the culture? Because I'll tell you what, the Eastern Roadhouse cancel culture radar it's starting to tick a little bit. It's starting, starting to, go. to tick a little I'm bit. I'm starting to hear some cancel culture. And like uh-huh. I said before, I will always be fair to those people. Left, right, center. We don't put up with it on this podcast, so we do today, not. this is the group that's getting it. Sorry to those people, but... Oh, man. But it's time. So, I, it is time, and, and there's a lot of different dynamics going on in this situation, but I guess you got to start at the very beginning of it. Well, Nasex, he had a new song come out called Montero, and just, it do, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Of course, it was a banger. Yeah. Um, and, and that's all you gotta say. You shouldn't expect anything less, but he had this new song come out. Now, Lil Nas X, he is mostly associated with Old Town Road, quite possibly the biggest song of all time. Um, everyone loved it. You had kids, you had five, six, seven year olds, young teenagers, young adults, parents, everyone loved it. Yeah. Everyone. And, you know, through that song, he started to fall into this kind of labeling of being a, an artist for children or whatnot. Whyever that is, however that came to be, I don't know. But parents no. started to see him as, oh, he made this song. My kids love it. He must be an artist for children. And, well, this... Yeah. He kind of got thrown in this with the Fortnite crowd. He did. He did get thrown in with the Fortnite crowd. And... It, that it's a huge crowd there's every everyone has played fortnite but a lot of kids also play fortnite so this montero song comes out this montero song comes out i'm just gonna i actually have the lyrics pulled up (laughs) Uh, i'll just i'll just read through a couple of lyrics here and this is this is before the the controversy of the music video so pardon my language this is in the second verse, and there's plenty in the first verse, but these lyrics specifically made me crack up. 
I want to sell what you're buying. I want to feel on your ass in Hawaii. I want that jet lag from flying. Shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. <laughs> so I mean, he was he was not holding back with this one. And, okay, I, before I we go any further, that out or we're getting demonetized here. <laughs> I want I want to say this. <laughs> that is wrong. Before we go any further, a couple weeks back, I I, I kind of said I was I had a problem with the whole Cardi B uh, Mega Stallion on uh, performing at the Grammys, and you know I've had some moral conflictions going on with that because it's like I I just thought it was the the thing that made me most mad was that a song about wet ass pussy was at the Grammys on this grand stage being performed. Cause like when you think of the Grammys, you're like, Oh, this is for the best music, the whatever. And starting to push that. So yeah, that song is hilarious, but I just thought like the Grammys, that doesn't seem like the place for it, but this song is also hilarious and it also kind of bangs. And like, I, yeah, the, well, what are your thoughts when you hear those lyrics? Like, what initially? <clears throat> I mean, listen, I like, we're what five, six minutes into this podcast, and I think you know the the explicatives record has already been broken. So that yes. that by nature just tells you, you know, what this song is. There's another thing to consider here. All right, so we talked about Old Town Road and how it was kind of a, a banger amongst all generations, reached the young, the old, and the in betweeners. Since then, he's also released other music. It's been very good music. You know, people tend to like it. But he hasn't been a clean artist. Like, this uh, <clears throat> this picture painted that he's, like, a child-friendly, clean artist is just really not true because his songs are still not clean songs. Um, I, don't, I don't think he has any, honestly, that are. And on top of that his presence on Twitter and social media has never, he's never portrayed himself as like a kid-friendly person, right? So to the the crowd that's like saying this is sort of a betrayal of his, to his audience and who people think are his audience, it's not because he's always been this way. It just so happened that with this song, with this music video and the shoes that came with it, which I'm sure we'll get into, it just took it to kind of the next level and for those that weren't paying attention to his last few songs and or maybe his uh, social media presence this completely took him off guard and I think the reason it it did is because people in like mainstream media really took this story and ran with it so where some of his other songs maybe didn't catch traction in that sphere of things this one did because you had you know, big right-wing voices. Um, you had, like, pastors from some churches. You had other personalities online that veer, you know, to the other side of politics than this guy kind of aligns with being extremely loud about this. So mm -hmm. that kind of sets the scene there. That's that's where <laughs> I started learning or uh, getting yeah. all the content from. and And then I saw the shoes. So, what do, what do we think of those? <laughs> well, I, I want to say before we even touch on the shoes, 
outside of the political realm, there are a lot of different controversies going on here, but outside of just the political side of it, you had, again, kind of what I was getting at earlier, the parents who were so upset about it because he came off as this, whatever, this kid-friendly artist. And you listen to Old Town Road, sure, there's no swear words in it or whatever, but it's still, like, the themes that are talked about in it, whatever, cheating on your girlfriend and just being a outlaw, whatever. It's Lean in your bladder. Yeah, lean in your bladder. It's not kid-friendly I mean, stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the parents were mad. Like Easton said, uh, a lot of politicians were mad. And uh, yeah, we haven't even discussed the music video of it yet. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the music video, but the there's shoes. Just so many layers. There's, there's so a lot of layers. layers this. We'll move to the next layer, which is the shoes. Mm-hmm. So Lil Nas X collaborated, not with Nike, but with an independent shoemaker. Um, and they used like a, a Nike customization template or something um, to make these shoes that are called the satan shoes and they are going the devil they are going for one thousand and eighteen dollars which is uh you know a reference to the luke 10 18 that reads i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven so each shoe has a pentagram on it red and black and then has one drop of human blood in the side of it and and the number okay and what oh, is oh the and the numbers on it oh yeah and the numbers on it so this <clears throat> this shoe has ruffled a lot of feathers <laughs> yeah no I, and the first i had actually seen this shoe was so i'm just you know minding my own business scrolling through twitter it was early yeah. in the morning i was trying to eat my breakfast and i saw a tweet which read um Something about everyone getting fired up over some sneakers, but of course, following the the political people I do, it also referenced how no one really cares about healthcare, wars overseas, blah, blah, blah. You get the gist of that. I'm not turning this into a political talk, but that was my first exposure. So I go, huh, what, what are these sneakers? What is all this about? I start looking into it and then a couple scrolls down and you've got some giant right-wing voice just obliterating these sneakers. He actually talked about how he was a fan of Old Town Road and how his kids loved the song, but how he will now never allow that music to be played in his house again since, you know, Lil Nas X is a devil man now, right? So, yeah, I mean, the sneakers themselves, listen, I'm first of all, I would never pay that much for sneakers. I don't have that kind of money. The sneakers, look, I, I'll be honest, the design and stuff, I kind of like it, but, I, I you know, I'm not going to put those things on my feet because I'm, I'm not messing with that bad juju, you know, I'm not, <laughs> not wearing the devil on my feet. So, but listen, I mean, he's unique. He's always been unique. That's part of kind of his persona and what makes him a successful artist is he is just very different. He's very different from everyone. Um, you know, he's openly come out as being gay shortly after he kind of made it big. And ever since, he's been just, an a, honestly, a good internet troll, which, mm-hmm. again, we'll get into more of that, I'm sure. Yeah. And he kind of did this with the shoes. Like, put, actually, 
I'm going to go out and say that I don't really think he's like a Satanist. He might be. I might have missed something there. But to me, in how Lil Nas X usually is, I think this is just a giant joke in which he is just loving all of the, the hate and criticism he's getting. And he's using it to his advantage. And he's done this time and time again. So you get these people that retaliate and that backlash over the shoe. And then he just fires up the Twitter and absolutely uh-huh. kills it. I mean, his responses on Twitter, if you look at him from an unbiased view, because if you're one of those people that just really hates him or what he's doing, they're still just, they are fun, man. You can't, there's no way around it. These are some just quality tweets. He hits every single one of them on the head and it just puts the other person to bed. I mean, he wins these Twitter wars. He's every tweet is like hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets. It's insane. Yep. And let's let's not pretend like this is the first time something like this has happened. You've seen celebrities, artists using that shock factor for all of history. It's yeah. and there's so many examples. It's some that just come to the top of my mind. You think about like a Kesha or Lady Gaga when they were initially getting big and they went with these huge, glamorous, crazy outfits. I think back to Lady Gaga wearing a meat dress at some award show. Yeah. Just these things that, you know, take people, get people talking and direct people eventually to your product, whatever it is that you produce, you make. And this is, this is another example of it, but social media obviously takes everything to the next level because everyone's going to have an opinion. Everyone can see it in a very broad spotlight. And some of these tweets you were mentioning the governor of South Dakota, I believe, she had one that actually had a decent amount of likes, 30,000 likes. Our kids are being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's exclusive. But do you know what's more exclusive? They're God-given eternal soul. We are in a fight for the soul of our nation. We need to fight hard, and we need to fight smart. We have to win. Now, that's very divisive, in my opinion. That seems like she's trying to plot people just against one another in a lot of ways and i see how one could think like this um especially if you're very religious but i just don't think it's that serious i I really don't think it is and listen i mean we're talking about a governor here so the head of one of the individual united states and we have no established religion in this country it's part of the beauty of freedom of speech you can express your religion as long as it's not harming anyone else yep and so you know she's not really in a position to say we need to fight for you know our religion or whatever that is because there's no established religion she might be a christian and she might you know it's different if you kind of promote that stuff is what you like to follow um, what guides you in your life, but you're in no place to kind of step in and suggest what others should think. Um, yeah. And that's where I kind of have a problem with this is when it's the other way around, you don't hear a thing, right? Uh, yep. And so that's that's where the problem kind of starts. And I mentioned it in the beginning of the episode, this whole concept of cancel culture. And this is the side of it that doesn't get talked about as much you don't see the tweets about oh we're canceling Lil Nas X blah 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 
it's still cancel culture. There's still people calling to not buy this, to not listen to his music, to try and get him out of the public eye. And that is, by definition, cancel culture. Um, and again, he's doing it to bring attention to his craft. And whether you agree with how he does it or not, he's successful at it. And this kind of reminds me back to when Nike kind of ran their... Uh, one of their first big social campaigns where they backed Colin Kaepernick, they put him in a mm -hmm. commercial and you had, it seemed like the whole world saying, we're done with Nike. We're burning Nike. We're not buying their shoes. And then turns out in their next quarterly report, sales are up, right? Their percentages are up. And so they knew what they were doing there. And this is kind of the genius of Lil Nas X here. He understands that there's, a portion of his audience that he might lose because of this. Now he trusts himself to be witty enough to where he's going to keep the majority of the offense or the offense, the audience and bring in way more from it than he's going to lose, which he will. I, I can almost guarantee you he will the way he's handled this on Twitter, just being loose with it and being funny about it. It's now come off as more of a joke and any reasonable person gets that. The people that want to, you know, bitch and moan on their shows and podcasts and whatever about it, those are becoming a small minority now because, yeah. again, you can only take it so seriously. And it's it's kind of funny, honestly, because you look back, even like 70s rock bands, um, oh, yeah. you know, 70s, 80s, even 90s, you had some rock bands that were outwardly you know, anti-religion. Um, when you get into like 90s and 2000s, you have some rock bands that are like subscribed to Satanism and, and outwardly Satanist. And people still love the rock music and they didn't really look too far into it there. But it's gotten to the point now where every piece of art that comes out has mm -hmm. to be made political in some way and you have to take a, just a major stance on it so all of these people are just, you know, spouting and spouting their loud voices. When in reality, I can almost guarantee you that they yeah. enjoy the song. They're not that they they're not losing sleep over it. They all went to bed last night. So that's where it doesn't sit well with me, I guess. Exactly. Who cares? Just stay out of other people's business. And, you know, this reminds me a lot of back in the early 2000s even 2010s when first person shooters and like yeah. heavy metal music were becoming a big thing a lot of these political pundits were saying this is causing the rise in school shootings or violence this is causing kids to want to go out and kill people because they're playing call of duty in their room at night and they're talking to their buddies and having a great time but no call of duty is making them violent like come on Really? Yeah. Really? Or you think listening to this song or buying a pair of these shoes is going to make people want to go out and just start killing people? That's not how it works. If you're yeah. a crazy person, sure, that maybe that's how it works. But if you're just a normal person, as most people are, you're not going to just start killing people. So it's yeah. like, I don't subscribe to that idea at all. And he's not like, he's not inciting any violence. And on top no. of that, he's not even though by nature, you know, the shoes have Satan-related content on them, if you watch the music video and look at what he's doing online, 
he's clearly not recruiting people to join like satanic cults or or subscribe to the satanist religion um which again country with freedom of expression yeah. be whatever religion you want it's part of the governing documents of this nation yeah. and so he's he is not actively recruiting anyone to this he's just making a giant joke out of it you know in the music yeah. video itself his interaction with the devil is is probably not one that even the people that are in the the satanist religion agree with because he's uh he's doing a little jig on him a little sexual dance and <laughs> you know that's not that's not a religious experience it's it's very clearly all kind of part of this joke and um publicity stunt that he's got going here and again he's drawing numbers i bet you he's gotten he's going to get millions of views on this video from the fact of people watching it just to get mad at it right there's yeah. going to be so many people that click and watch this video that know they're going to get mad about it but they mm -hmm. still watch it just so they can then go write a horrible mean facebook post about it but guess <laughs> what you clicked you just got him some money there's his yeah. moolah so you can't say that he's not smart for doing it no, and I'm not going to pretend like I know next to anything about Satanism as a religion in general, but I'm pretty sure that it's not even, it doesn't even try to portray all these super dark things. It just uses Satanism as being kind of like the, the counterculture. So this religion yeah. kind of goes against the counterculture. It's not like, oh, Satan, we hail Satan, whatever. But that's probably pretty much the extent of what I know. But the, you were talking about the music video, the music video. Yeah, it's it's got him i can imagine these kids were watching the old town road music video and then flipping over to montero this this one uh it, it's got some it's got some suggestive scenes uh, it's got yeah. an ending where he basically um he does like a strip tease in front of the devil and then he kills the devil and puts his crown on his head um it's just it's rich with imagery, I guess you could call it. Yeah. But it was just funny to me thinking that these these kids are like watching this. They're like, what's going on right now? And the the music video is one thing. Caitlin Bennett now. Caitlin Bennett, a an individual on Love social media. That's a name that she's the worst let's 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 break it down to its simplest form she is the worst the worst and i know people it, it who cares about politics she's the worst so yeah <laughs> let's, let's look at let's look at this little exchange that was had between caitlin bennett and lil nas x on and, twitter and the this, other day so i want to blame her here i I've seen a lot of the tweets about this. I've seen a lot of Lil Nas's tweets. I have not seen this exchange, and and I'm with you there. in, in terms of she's not on top of my list as a favorite content producer, so you're getting, she, a, uh, getting a genuine, natural reaction here when I listen to this. This tweet, this tweet, or this exchange, got my blood boiling, as you put it. It, it made me hate her more than i do so it starts off she just tweets simply it's weeks like these that i'm thankful to be blocked by lil nas x she tweeted that okay fair enough yeah. like you'll see plenty of that 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, Lil Nas X, he, he got a hold of this. And, you know, the, the joke around her is that she pooped her pants at some party. Who knows if it's real? It's funny. And yeah. he, he tweeted back, I still see your tweets, shits, pants, something like that. And then <laughs> the guy that takes it up the ass from Satan wants to talk about shitting pants, question mark. And I don't even know what that means, but that was just his shot back at her. Um, and then then she decides to take it to the next level. Of she simply tweets back, and it's still up, and it actually it got 5,000 likes, which is kind of scary. She simply tweeted back, do you still see your dad? Question mark. So racial, stereotypical, racist joke. Just straight up racist joke. That's it. Didn't she have anything that. to do with it. She tweeted that. She tweeted, do you still see your dad? Question mark. That's it. Just that. And then hold up, he hold responds. Up, hold up. Is, yeah. is there, I mean, maybe you can fill me in on this. Is there some sort of like background behind that? Or like. That's, that's what I was thinking. But I, I did research. I don't. I think that was just straight up what it appears to be. Just a racist joke out She's in the so... air. And he responds <laughs> in typical fashion. I'll bleep this one. Yep, and I might F yours. <laughs> um, so just classic. Classic little non-sexy. As we've been saying, uh, the guy just care. He, he does not and if he's going to be attacked, he will go right back and attack. And then this is – she just replied – she she didn't even reply. She just tweeted straight out with a picture of the exchange and said, Lil Nox, Lil Nas X threatened to rape my father. Sounds about what I'd expect. That's it. So just completely twists it to play the victim role. Just the worst kind of person – tries to egg it on, egg it on, egg it on, and then it gets thrown back in her face, tries to play the victim. And, like, there's so many ways on why she sucks. But she just is racist and then tries to twist it and play the victim because Lil Nas X made a joke. And sure, it was a dark joke, but it's still a joke on social media. Have you ever been on social media? Have you ever seen the jokes people are making? Pretty, pretty par for the course for social media and she just decides to be the worst as she usually is so see this is yeah. this is why i can't stand her because first of all yeah she fires out with the racist joke on twitter and you know that's that's just blatant there that's not something that's really arguable or like is she meaning something or the other no it's pretty clear where she's going with that so she sends that and then, as he does, responds in a witty fashion. I, I don't understand why these people even try to engage with him because he wins the exchange every single time. Because, like you said, he just doesn't really care. And he's witty. He's, he's quick on his feet. He gets the responses fired out. And everyone loves him. Now, her response to that just really bothers me because that's that's against what she preaches just time and time again and it's funny because she always pulls this she always pulls this when you watch uh 
like videos of her getting kicked out of certain media events or something like that. She plays victim card beyond belief. Yeah. And this is exactly yeah. what she's doing here. She loses a kind of funny Twitter exchange. And then she pulls that victim card to the highest extreme. Um, and then, mm. and she's, you know, she's trying to get likes and, and clicks out of it and trying to put herself morally in a better position than him when she was the one that chose to engage in the first place and make the, make a joke out of all of this. Yeah. I mean, she's the worst man. There's, there's no other way around it. Not, not accounting for, for people like, you know, actual violent people and people that harm the world. She's in the bottom 10, you know, but I'll say, I'll say uh, social media personalities. She's in the bottom five. She might be the bottom. It's, it's atrocious. And I've said this before on some episode, probably way back, but these people, I think of like a Charlie Kirk or like a Brooklyn dad, who's a left-wing guy or Caitlin Bennett, like, I don't think they actually believe half the stuff they tweet or most of the stuff they tweet. I think they just realize there's profit involved in it. And so they're just like, all right, I'll sell myself out. I'll do this. If I'm going to be making money off of just firing people up on social media, sure, why not? So I'm convinced that with a lot of these political pundits, regardless of the side they're on, they're just firing these out because they're trying to rally up a base and fire people up who are pretty much less intelligent. Sure, these people may actually be kind of intelligent, but they're just they know that they can target the people who don't know what they're tweeting is just fake or unfactual. And then, bam, you have a group of people who aren't going to fact check it and now believe this, even though it's completely false. So that's just the scary part part about all this. No, you're right. And yeah, it's I mean. It's a smart move to some extent because, yes, they do get, you know, more clicks, more likes, which equals smart more money. in a sinister way, in, a, yeah, in the exactly. worst way. And because, you know, you mentioned guys like like a Charlie Kirk. Um, he's actually known for putting on some pretty good debates in terms of being just like a fundamental conservative who can debate from that side. Used to, actually, I should say um now he's ventured into the sphere of trying to fire up the base like you said which is what caitlin bennett is not smart i i'm not i will not give no, her that. No, i no, never been not. an intelligent person um <laughs> it, not it, once. it is what it is i mean i you know call a spade a spade here but uh charlie kirk i think is an intelligent person and used to have those debates but he got so caught up in what he knows people will buy into on Twitter and social media that now he does tweet out that that garbage nonsense where it's like, you know, retweet if you support our president and want to bring, you know, God back into the country and kick the devil out and this and that, like those types of tweets where it's like clearly aimed to to get the 60 year olds who are on Twitter to like and retweet. because that's his base and yeah it's you know it's it's not genuine it kind of loses his personal intelligence value to me mm-hmm. um oh yeah i i like someone who stays true to like what they're doing and and delivers their message the way they want to and he's clearly pandering there um but again you know it's to make more money so i get that 
but yeah, these these exchanges, they're they're fun. And like I said, I don't know. I just cannot wrap my head around why anyone who has made a name for themselves goes after Lil Nas X because you're just not doing it. You are not going to win. There's no position where you win because you can throw whatever you want on him. He's going to take it and then he's going to fire back using the ammo you just provided, if that makes sense. So just a dumb idea to I think start. Well, here's my thought. Here's my thought. I think once we tweet this episode out tomorrow, once we post it, we're recording it the day before, I think we just fire at the hip, fire at Lil Nas X, say, hey, roast us right now. What do you got? And we'll see. We'll see if we're deserving of a roast of Lil Nas X. That guy is rotten just like we are. He'll come up with something. Yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll fire right back at us, and he'll probably end our whole career. But that remains to be seen. That remains yeah. to be seen. And and he's just he's a clever man. And you brought up you know that Caitlin Bennett exchange that was fun. Let, got a little serious there at the end, which again just not a direction you should go with him. But man, this guy lit it up on Twitter. And there's there's a few I want to highlight before we take off here that oh, no. I just thought were great. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's hilarious to me. That was one of his more recent ones. <laughs> is he tweeted just simply, I'm sorry, at God. <laughs> he made his direct Twitter apology. Or no, no, sorry. He said, my bad, bro, at God. Okay. Oh, okay, my bad. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and then right below that, he says, me and Satan on the way to the Nike headquarters. Tweets out a little funny gif with it. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one, though. I'll let you spout out a few years, but my favorite one was he took the shoe, the Satan shoe, and he said something along the lines of, this is to make the other crowd happy. And it was a Chick-fil-A shoe. He made a Chick-fil-A shoe that I want to say had like John 314 or something on it and actually like one of the more well-known Bible verses. Yeah. And then a packet of Chick-fil-A sauce in the little compartment where supposedly the the human blood is in the other. And then I think a cross rather than pentagram. Yeah, there you go. Come on, man. That's brilliant. This guy guy knows. Like, there are so many people that are going to say that's not funny. And you're absolutely lying to yourself because that was so clever and just you had to know he was waiting to fire that out. Like he had to have thought about that. Yeah. Props to you, Lil Nas, because one of the better tweets I've seen this year. He's a great tweeter. And I don't have my phone on me right now, but I'm now going to, when we finish recording this, I'm going to go and check it out. Cause it sounds like he's yeah. got just a landmine of tweets over the last day oh, or so. that I got to read up on. And I do want to point this out. I believe like a year or two ago, Someone, I, I don't know if it was someone significant, but released like a, a Jesus or type shoe that's very similar to this concept, uh, only it had the cross on it, like you were saying, had, I believe, holy water, the holy water instead of like the blood of something. So very comparable to this, where like, like you said, religious freedom, there's no outcry there, but all the outcry here. So 
it's interesting. There's a lot of different dynamics here. It just makes you think. Because, I mean, the cancel culture goons are out. Like I said cancel before, they, they exist on both sides, man. There's Everyone associates it with the left, but it's just as relevant on the right. When something doesn't go along with you know, their path of views, they're just the same way. They want it gone. They want to get it out of the public eye. And that's what they're trying to do with this. And so, you know, if you're going to argue against cancel culture and say you hate it, this, that, and the other, you have to be consistent. You have to say, hey, I don't support this. I don't like this shoe, so I'm not going to buy it. But I respect everyone else's right to, you know, buy it and listen to the music. And, you know, I guess if you want to take it to the furthest extent, be associated with some sort of satanic religion or cult or something like that non-violence oriented of course um yeah. yeah i mean just be consistent that's that's all we're asking here it's not hard no one tried to cancel the holy water shoes so and i'm gonna ask you a question to a final question i guess before we close out here go ahead cancel culture has you know, it, it's grown, it's got, grown and waned in popularity. And I feel like right now it's around its peak and it's at a point where people are starting to like blad over it. Where do you think, what do you think the next stage of cancel culture is? Do you think we're going to eventually get to a point where just this whole wave of being offended by the smallest things you don't agree with goes away? Or do you think it's going to amplify? What does Easton Roadhouse think? Yeah. <laughs> I hope, I hope, but my gut tells me that kind of the stage we're in now is sort of going to be where we're at for okay. the next few years, at least in terms of, like you said, just the smallest things, you know, pissing everyone off and they're trying to cancel this and that, um, get people fired from their jobs, whatever. I think some of the some of the serious ones will stick. So like when yeah. you've seen people be removed from positions for, you know, maybe participating in something racist or, you know, homophobic, something like that. I think that's going to stick around because yeah. we've sort of come to a place in, in a society where it's like, we understand those things just aren't right. Okay. Like it's not, yeah. it's not cool to be like that. Um, and that's something that took a while to to come around on, and we're finally to that point. So I think in terms of that stuff, that's going to be around for a while. But the little kind of nitpicky things that people are getting canceled for and called out for something that they did 10, 15, 20 years ago, I would hope that that gets to a point where people stop you know, getting offended by that and taking that so seriously. And then stuff like this, where it's like, you know, from the right, they're all getting mad at Lil Nas X and trying to get him canceled for putting out this quirky song where he makes a joke of, you know, being in hell and dancing on the devil and making a shoe. And then on the left, too, where they're trying to cancel people for whatever reason it is. I think hopefully that's going to start to dwindle off because, again, the majority of people are logical people. That's something that it just is not healthy to continue to participate in as a society. And a lot of people just jump on board because they see other people jump on board with it. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that, you know, some of it will stick around for a while. Some of it hopefully will start to, again, dwindle off as we realize that it's just ridiculous to continue to, you know, ask people for every reason under the sun for, you know, whatever they've done in the entirety of their life, not not mattering if it was when they were 12 or 60 years old, you know. Genius. You're a genius. You're just a genius. <laughs> I say. Oh, man. I think we're I think we're at the point where this episode is over. You want to give me a bars rating? It'll be good. I mean, it'll be good. Oh, yeah. It always is. You're coming out that confident, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you, you did good today. You didn't you didn't butcher anything. A lot of, a lot of things set on a T for you, but uh, I'm going to go eight, three today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, no, you got to realize that. in order to get in the nines, you, you need to do something that blows me away. Yeah. You get you a shining back moment. on the episode. Yeah. But you know, eight, three good performance. No, no stumbles on the road. Solid. That's solid. Not in the nines. Not bad enough to be six or sevens. Eight, three. And I'll absolutely take that. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the episode. As I said at the beginning, sometimes there's just a hot button topic that you gotta you gotta turn the recording on. You gotta just fire. You gotta just go. This was an example of this little Nas X and this whole controversy. It's been all over the place for the last couple of days. So why not talk about it? Why not talk about it? a couple of rotten minds like us? Yeah. Why not? And and you know what? We made room for this for episode thirty. We were gonna do something big. We actually had. Uh, former president trump lined up to be on the podcast for today but you know little little nas x does some of this stuff blows up the world and we got to talk about it we got to be fair to the listeners so unfortunately for mr trump you know he's not going to be making an appearance on the podcast uh some things are just more important than others so that's what we are around here it's what we stand for nothing but the good stuff i think we got to get little nas x on i think we got to do whatever it takes hey, to get little nas x on this episode open. Invite, open invite open invite all right Let guys us know. reach out to us <laughs> yeah. talk to our Hope manager enjoyed it yeah talk to the manager uh we will see you guys next week 